In August last year, we announced that the ski resort had been taken over by Vale Resorts, a US ski resort operator. This means that Vale Resorts holds 55% and Andermatt Swiss Alps 40% with 5% in the hands of private investors. Without going into all the details of this transaction again, here are the most important facts. In the near term, Vale Resorts will invest CHF 110 million in improving the guest experience on the mountain, namely in the areas of cableways, snowmaking, technology, catering, and in general, in the infrastructure. Together with Andermatt Swiss Alps, it also has the stated goal of developing Andermatt to become the prime alpine destination. And that brings us directly to the promise of today's podcast. Welcome to the Andermatt Swiss Alps Company podcast. Here is where we put our promises to the test. Today's topic is the prime alpine destination and the investments of Andermatt Cedrun Sport AG. The first change was the arrival of Mike Goa in Andermatt. Not just for Andermatt Cedrun Sport AG, where he became the new managing director, but also, of course, for Mike himself. He had previously worked at Park City Mountain in Utah, the largest ski resort in the US. Coming to Andermatt was a big change for him. You know, the opportunity for an American to come work in Switzerland is quite unique and, uh, and quite exciting. As I say, with some uncertainty, you know, how would, the, how would a foreign company be uh, accepted in the community, for one? Personally, how, how would they accept me? And that's probably the, the best part of all of this. The story for me is how warm, welcoming the community and the co-workers have been to me and to the company. It's really been amazing. When Vale Resorts came to Andermatt, the first thing it did was to take stock of the situation. It spoke with employees and looked how operations worked. Because Andermatt and Sedrun had been modernised and connected, a large part of the infrastructure was already new. By the way, those who are interested in hearing how the two ski areas came to be connected and about the environmental conditions that Andermatt Cedrin Sport AG had to comply with can listen to the episode we published in May. But back to Mike Goa. His priority was not just the infrastructure. A lot of the infrastructure is quite new. But just like we do with any resort, that we operate. We're looking at how do we enhance the guest experience. And so there are always opportunities. You, you, you just, it's a matter of prioritizing them, right? And identifying those that are most important. And so I think uh, the things that we looked at immediately was to take what is here and, and make, just build on it. Build on the success of Andermatt Swiss Alps, build on the success of what the employees have created and prioritize this guest experience. As a first step, not a lot was necessary for this. For instance, gondola capacities were increased on Gutsch and Schneehunerstock. As a result, guests didn't have to wait in line as long. 
but there are also improvements that are more readily apparent to snow sports enthusiasts. Improvement in technical snowmaking, improved, expanded catering offers and better guest direction with large LED signage. David Sumsteg is head of the operational centre at Andermatt Sedren Sport AG. All communications run through a command centre, including for customer service. He and his team can monitor everything happening on the mountain on a bank of wall-mounted monitors. Guests can now simultaneously receive this information in the ski area. Because he gets all guest feedback, he knows precisely where the pain point is in the communication with guests on the pistes. We found that in fact ever since the ski area was connected, there has been an increased need for information. It's perhaps somewhat more complex than a normal average ski resort. Every lift is relevant for the system. Once a lift stops running, you can't get from Andermatt to Sedrun or back without taking the train. And the way the ski area was built out until now, we had very few options for getting any information at all to guests. This information was always available, but it was difficult to get it in front of guests. So, the hunt was on for a solution. There are various ways to solve the problem. Introducing an app was also discussed. But hands are cold in winter, and people are probably unwilling to take off their gloves to tap something out on a mobile phone. That's why it was decided to opt for large displays. This is certainly a big added value for guests, because we are now setting up displays or large LED walls at 10 locations. They'll present the most important information about open lifts, mainly whether the area connection is open or not, and the departure times of the next trains at the nearest stop of the Matterhorn-Gotthard railway. People can now get this information at a glance. There are such displays in the entire area. Two are located directly at the Andermatt railway station. The next one is at the valley station of the Gutsch Express, which is a hub for everyone on the move with sledges or on foot. A central point was Gutsch. That is the place where most people put on their skis for the first time and think about where they want to head to. A sensitive spot is the mountain station on Schneehunerstock, where people can also see, for example, when the next train departs on Oberalp. There is also a large display on the Oberalp Pass, likewise a hub for snow sports enthusiasts and train drivers. There is a large display in Miletz on the Grisson side, and then at the entrance point to the Decentis Resort in Valcheva. Gemstock also received an upgrade, People can find all information they need at a glance all around the valley station. There were a few changes straight away on the Grisson side. A large one is certainly Valcheva. Marin Muller is head of gastronomy at Andermatt Sedrun Sport Alge and is responsible for all catering operations. An effort needed to be made to create an attractive catering offer at the Sedrun playground. This building has a lot of energy, has become very aesthetic, because we will offer beautiful, exciting dishes for the entire family. 
I invite all of you to discover it. With a cool view of the ski circus from the terrace, we have an offer there for the entire family, including with a glass of wine. And we hope that locals from Sedrun and the surrounding area will also really take to the restaurant. And we're super excited that we're making it a reality. But that's not all. There's also news on Gutsch in terms of catering. This winter we're supplementing the upscale dining offer on Gutsch with a food truck called Wandermatt. Wandermatt is designed to be a short snack point. We'll have snazzy mulled wine and a delicious house coffee. The plan is to have waffles on stick there. If you don't know what that is, you should come and find out. And a newly created angel dog, that's one of our climate favorite. Those who don't know what a climate favorite is should listen to our November podcast, when we'll explain everything. Now things will become a bit more technical. The infrastructure also received an upgrade. On the Sedrun side, snowmaking was overhauled. Jan Andri Deragish is head of Operations East. We spoke with him. But the Andamat Sedrun Decentis ski area harbours even more challenges. Even our national language changes when you cross the Oberalp Pass. Fortunately, Gian Andri Deragish speaks several languages and was able to translate the answers to questions from Romansch into Swiss-German. We've invested a lot this year in the Valcheva playground. There is new snowmaking equipment, that is, an expansion of the existing one, and a new conveyor belt. The previous one was 20 years old. From the Kolmpiste down to Mieletz, we got 11 new snow cannons. They're mobile and can be set up anywhere they're needed as far down as Dieni. So much for the investments that snow sports enthusiasts can see directly. There are also several improvements that aren't noticeable directly but still cost a lot. For instance, various control systems were replaced. Another change, which certainly some people noticed, is the postponed season start on Gemstock. We started the season this year in mid-November, but then directly into continuous ski operations. That is an important adjustment. Mike Goer explains why. One of the fundamental questions that we always ask is, what does this do for the guest? That's why I think um, having a consistent and reliable ski seasons. You know, one of the things we did this year was we have uh, moved our projected start date slightly went later into the winter. The reason for that is, is quite simple. When we work so hard to try to open in October, late October on Gemstock, very inconsistent. Many years we don't make that date. So we want to have a date that is early um, for an opening that provides a long ski season, but is consistent, is reliable, and our guests can, can count on it for the most part. Certainly there's, there's never a guarantee, but it's very likely that we would be open more years than not on those targeted opening and closing dates for that season. 
Not only are snow sports enthusiasts able to plan better, but so are hotels, restaurants and shops in Andamat. Mike Goer gave one more small glimpse into the future. Not all of the money was invested. There are many plans on the table for what to improve next. Valval and Gemstock are one priority, but many clarifications and approvals still need to be obtained until details here are official. Here in Andamat, the season is already in full swing on Gemstock, and between Andamat and Dissentis, we'll leave the conclusion of the podcast once more to Mike Goer. I, of course, hope for enough snow. We don't need record snowfall, but we'll take all we can get, but we do hope that we have enough snow to ensure we're providing a great experience for our guests. I want everyone to look back on this year and say that was the best year ever. And I'm going to wish for that for the next year when we get to it. But for this year, that's my wish for our employees and our guests that they have that experience. That was from today's Andamat Swiss Alps Company podcast. Here is where we put our promises to the test. If you're interested in learning how the destination in the heart of Switzerland is continuing to develop and would like to hear our stories, then subscribe to us. You can also leave a rating if you liked this podcast. If you have a topic that you're particularly interested in, write about it in the comments or send an email to podcast at andamat-swissalps.ch. We look forward to your input. We're signing off for today, but we'd be pleased if you tuned in again next time. Happy holidays and a happy new year.